0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Jessica Lynn Verde, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for January 4th. It was on this day in 1998 that it became a lot easier to step into the final frontier just by going to Las Vegas. This was the day that Star Trek The Experience opened at the Las Vegas Hilton, becoming a hotspot for both casual Trek fans and diehards alike. With its giant lighted starship models hanging overhead and a ramped walkway that also served as a history of the Star Trek universe beginning with the present day NASA missions, there was nothing else like it in Vegas. And that was precisely the point of it being there. The notion of a Star Trek attraction had been floating around for the better part of a decade, and at one point there were fairly advanced plans for a one-to-one scale replica of the movie-era starship Enterprise that visitors could tour, including gift shops and restaurants, plans that predated the expansion of the Star Trek franchise in the mid-1990s. Although Paramount Pictures was on board with these plans, the studio brass worried about what would happen if the novelty of Star Trek wore off. They didn't care for the potential optics of demolition crews taking a wrecking ball to the enterprise. By the time Star Trek did become a semi-permanent fixture of downtown Las Vegas, it was in a slightly more conservative form, despite the franchise's rapidly expanding universe. We'll fast forward to that after this. In the first season of Shabam, we launch a zombie apocalypse, separating three kids from their parents. Whatever that was... It's not Mrs. Krasinski. Yes, this action <laughs> is getting closer. And narrow escapes. Go oh, right. No, no left. Ah. But there's more to it. We talk about all kinds of stuff like pizza, water, the wheel. cholera, digital encoding, bats and rats, brain chats. And we feature stories from history. The greatest human adventure story of all time. The Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. <gasps> Shabam is a new show that'll blow your mind. <laughs> Shabam! Shabam. Shabam. On January 4, 1958, Max Headroom actor Matt Frewer was born. And on that very same day, the first man-made satellite Sputnik fell back to Earth and burned up in the atmosphere. When Star Trek The Experience opened in January 1998, It did include a restaurant and a bar, themed after Quark's Bar from Deep Space Nine, and a motion simulator ride featuring introductory film inserts with cast members of Star Trek The Next Generation, none of which you were led to expect to be there at the beginning of the experience, when you went from standing in line to suddenly beaming up to the Enterprise's transporter room and being rushed to a shuttlecraft for the motion simulator ride by uniformed Starfleet officers. After a daring escape from the renegade Klingons that took place in space near the Enterprise and over the Las Vegas skyline itself, you stepped out of the shuttlecraft onto Deep Space Nine's Promenade, home of Quark's Bar and Restaurant. Quite a few gift shops, some of them with really pricey Star Trek goodies in them. If you ate at Quark's, chances were good that you'd be waited on by a Ferengi, a Klingon or an Andorian, among others, all of whom were remarkably good at improvising in character. It was even possible to rent the bridge of the Enterprise-D itself for weddings. A major change was made later, adding a borg theme ride tied into characters from Star Trek Voyager. But after Star Trek left the air as an ongoing TV franchise in 2005, attendance at the experience dropped off. It was finally closed in 2008, with a decommissioning ceremony worthy of a Starfleet vessel. The sad irony is that a revitalization of the franchise was only a year away with the first of the Kelvin Timeline Star Trek films. The memory of Star Trek The Experience lives on in the hearts of fans who got to experience it firsthand. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for January 4th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer Rod Roddenberry.